Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Now. The Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. I'm going to have another conversation with my dear one, Peter Padilla, who is my husband and heads of Sage Advertising and Marketing. Really kind of want to talk about, you know, what's going on, and certainly, you know, when you think about all the people and unemployment, um, you know, what, what could they be thinking about besides collecting an unemployment check and potentially... Where is our opportunity as we all move forward? So, Peter, thank you for being with me today. Glad to be with you, Sherry. You know, a lot of people are talking to me about this thing called the new normal. And I have a big issue with that because I think there is no new normal. Normal is normal. It's like when people say, well, that's incredibly unique. Look, it's either unique or it's not unique. There is no level of uniqueness. Normalcy is normalcy. Now, the problem many people are having nowadays, Sherry, is that they, they're living in fear. And I know that the media promotes fear because that's what draws people attention. Many good stories exist. Many great things are happening in the world, in America, right here in northern Nevada. Still, the attention always goes to those things that are negative. I don't know why we have that in our culture, in our genetic makeup, Sherry, but I think it has something to do with primal defense mechanisms. When we hear about something that's bad, something that's dangerous, our radar goes up. When we think about something that's good, we think about, well, I might like that, I might not. I'm glad some people are enjoying it. There's no big urgency, but when we hear about negative things, it's like we have to fight or flight, right? we got to do something. I think that the media in general has an unfair use of fear. I mean, it's just wrong to scare people into thinking about all of the negative things in the world, Sherry. As an example, you know that I'm a beekeeper and I love my honeybees. Well, there's this rumor going around about these murder, murder, that's like killing, murder bees. Can you believe that? Why would anybody create something like that? Why would anybody create fear like that? Well, I think it's because that's what sells in the media nowadays. And let me tell you and let me tell your listeners, Sherry, there is no such thing as a murder honeybee or a murder bee. There are 
insects and pests out there in the world that have been there forever. And yes, yeah, some of them eat honeybees, but you know, it's not like there's going to be a destruction of honeybees because of the media's emphasis of this negative thing, which is murder honeybees. All is good in the bee world. Well, of course it is. And all is good actually in the entrepreneurial world. And I'm talking to people all over the country, a lot of great reasons that they're forming new companies or just really shoring up what they already have. And so I, I do want to talk a little bit about the importance of asset protection. And so, you know, we're starting to hear about liability exposure for businesses that are opening back up. And, you know, in the world of asset protection, the goal is to ensure that, you know, if you're operating a business, you're incorporated. If you own rental real estate, that you have LLCs wrapped around it. If you are doing any kind of business, we want to make sure that you are structured. So if you do get sued, and you will get sued, that they don't have any right to step through and take all the rest of your personal assets. So many times we forget to protect, Sherry, that which we have worked so hard all of our lives to attain, to achieve, to gather. You know, it takes a lifetime to build great things, a great family, a great business, a great career. But it can be taken away or it can be destroyed in a matter of moments. We always have to protect that which we have and that which we cherish. I think sometimes, and I've been guilty of this myself, Sherry, sometimes we we lose attention. We lose focus. We maybe lose appreciation for that which we have. If you've got a business, if you have investment property that you've worked hard to buy, that you're using now to sustain yourself and your family, now more than ever is the time to protect that. Well, absolutely. And like I said, any business can be sued for any reason. So, you know, it's obvious that you have to follow guidelines and protocols and make sure that you're not negligent, but you can't protect typically against disgruntled employees. Mm -hmm. And you have these trial lawyers out there who are just waiting to pounce on companies. And so really it's about looking at what you have, your streams of revenue, and making sure that they are isolated from each other that you are in the best structure, not just for asset protection, but also tax purposes, so that you can withstand the challenge. And that's really the key, to make sure that there's no reason that anybody should be operating as a sole proprietor out there. I just don't understand it. And I know it's easy and a lot easier to be a sole proprietor, but if you have any concern about reopening your business, uh, you should be looking at the type of structure, and, and you know that's that's what I've been doing for a long time, and have helped many people put that right foundation in place, so that if you get a challenge or a lawsuit, it's isolated to that business, that stream of income. Yeah, Sherry, that's great information, great advice for people that already have businesses, are looking at what's happening across the country, around the world major problems. Now there's health issues and everybody's wondering, gee, is that something I could get sued for? Is that something that's going to be a liability? Can I even open up my business? Uh, lots of the businesses that I think about, though, they're still closed. A lot of factories are still closed. And you know, some of them are opening up, but only on a smaller scale. 
what does that mean? A lot of employees, they're not working yet. They have no income, and even though there might have been some stimulus money to go around for a little while, let's face it, that doesn't last very long. And as Americans, we want to be prosperous, and you cannot be prosperous when you expect the government to provide you with your livelihood. So I would expect that there are some people, job workers, salary workers, hourly workers that are maybe thinking, gee, if only I had that internet business going, people would be buying stuff from me right now. Well, the, the opportunities right now are amazing. I mean, before the coronavirus hit, if you were to look at what were all the emerging jobs and industries that you know we can take advantage of this uh, economy, if you just think about the care industry, so I'm talking about health care, mm -hmm. right? We've seen that we have some systemic failures within our health care industry and certainly not enough professionals within the industry, but there are so many other ways that you can participate in the healthcare industry. Some of that does require credentialing, certificates, things like that, but there is a lot of opportunity. The green economy. I mean, when we talk about getting away from oil and all these other um, pollutants, there's many opportunities, certainly in marketing, in technology. And so I don't want people to give up hope that just because we're in this pandemic, this crisis right now, that anything really changed about what are the jobs, what is the demand for the jobs for the future, and people should be thinking about that right now instead of, I hope I get to go back to that casino. Or I hope I get to go back to that restaurant, right? Not discouraging people from that, but you have to face reality. Some of those jobs are not going to be there. So what a great opportunity to upskill or reskill and make sure that you are relevant coming out of 2020 and move it into the future. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that they, they say to me sometimes that they think that entry-level jobs across America, let's say flipping hamburgers as an example, should pay a livable wage. Entry-level jobs should be able to X, support a family. And give me a break. You can't. Entry-level jobs are entry-level jobs for a reason. They're for a little while. They're to just kind of get some momentum. But I think America, Sherry Hill, is an entrepreneurial country. Well, we, we, we haven't given up our, our innovation and our – I mean, that's what makes America so great. When you look at other countries that don't have the kind of freedom we have, there isn't the creativity. There isn't the innovation. You look at how fast we have come up with solutions through this virus. Now you think about vaccines and healthcare and all those necessity. We need them, these jobs, these people. And so I just am going to encourage people to, to really look at what are the jobs of the future and really start to think about how you can move towards that. I mean, we have some pretty phenomenal resources right here in northern Nevada, like Join, Inc., that you can go get tested, see what you're going to be really good at, and then they pay for your training. Peter, I know because you're in, you know, the marketing world. I mean, look at all the online content. So marketing, advertising, things like that, where there's demand for that as well. We're looking to help anybody that needs to let their customers current, past, and prospects know about their business, Sherry, because things are opening up and more and more people 
are doing transactions on the telephone. That's one of the things my company, Sage Advertising and Marketing, focuses on, making the telephone ring. We can do that for you, too. I encourage people to call me, Peter, at Sage Advertising and Marketing. If you have any advertising or marketing questions, you can reach me at 775-786-5515. When I come back, I'm going to pick up with Peter. I want to talk a little bit more about some of the other things that people should be thinking about as we're moving into this new economy. Sage International Incorporated helps you start your business and provides the ongoing support, information, and education to make sure you stay in business. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill, the Wealth Protection Diva, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515. Or visit sageintl.com. I'm Scott Kelly, and I'm running for re-election to the Washoe County School Board. I visit our schools and meet educators, support staff, and students every day. This shapes how I voted on the school board and my student-first decision-making process. It's why I approved a 3% raise for teachers, because a quality teacher is the most important part of the classroom. It's why I approved renovations at every school, with a focus on security upgrades that keep staff, students, and visitors safe. I've cut inefficiency from Washoe County School District's budget while protecting funding for counseling, libraries, and music, because these are very important to a student's overall education. Lastly, I voted against increasing classroom sizes because that did not put students first. And I voted against the former superintendent's contract, which I felt was too much. You can learn more at www.scottgkelly.com. Please support my re-election. Vote Scott Kelly for school board. Everyone is excited about real estate in northern Nevada, and you will be too after you listen to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Hear what the experts have to say about finding a home, getting a mortgage, investment property, and which neighborhood is right for you. Maybe you purchased your first property recently. Now you have more questions than ever. Get the answers to your questions, plus tips on how to make your next real estate transaction better. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, 3 p.m. right here on 1180 AM Radio, Nevada Real Estate Radio. If you missed any part of today's show and would like to listen to the podcast, please visit SherryHillShow.com. Thank you for tuning into the Sherry Hill Show, talking with Peter Padilla, who is the creative director for Sage Advertising and Marketing, and just kind of wanting to, you know, put into perspective what is going on right now uh, as far as businesses, entrepreneurship, our economy. And I just want to tell a lot of folks out there that there are many of us that are still in business. There are many of us that are maybe doing things just a little bit differently, but that entrepreneurial spirit, that grit that we have to stay in business and to face these obstacles and to come out ahead are still very real and still very prevalent. Sherry, I'm really glad to be with you today to talk about what's happening in the world of marketing and advertising and business. Uh, you know, one of the things that I've done that's helped me during this corona crisis is I've expanded my range of where I get my news and information. You know, it seems like so many media news opportunities or operations rather are are biased in their own right. And anymore, when you go into a media, a TV channel, a radio station, a newspaper, a magazine, you have to know going in 
where their natural bias is already so that you can filter that to a degree. But I've come back to a publication that I kind of put away for a number of years, and I'm so glad I came back, Jerry, and that's the Wall Street Journal. You know, the Wall Street Journal gives me what I'm really looking for, business advice, and I do a lot of work in the world of real estate and helping people find the right kind of financing for their real estate. Well, the Wall Street Journal gives me some great news and information, not only on their printed publication that I get daily, but also through my subscription on the internet. So I'm getting news and information and updates that people in my local community, Sherry, for the most part, they're not getting them. And nowadays, just like always in business, you have to have something in your world that gives you an edge, that gives you an advantage. One of those things I've talked about is getting up super early, getting up ahead of the competition, getting an hour's worth of work done before your competitors even get to work. An advantage of getting up early, huge. Another advantage like I'm talking about right now is having an outside source of news and information that will give you an edge over your competitors locally. And that's why I'm talking about this publication, Sherry. It's not new. I used to get it for many, many years but kind of put it away. The Wall Street Journal talks to me about things that I can relate with and share with our listeners. So it wasn't long ago that I was reading that many factory closures are, of course, taking place across of America. But how does that impact the real estate world? Well, mortgage companies, mortgage companies, these non-banks, if you will, that all they do is mortgages, they are really going to be jams. And I'll tell you why. A lot of them are getting income from servicing the notes, from actually collecting the money and making you know the disbursements to the right entities. Well, as soon as that starts to slow down, and it already has, that, oper that interrupts their cash flow tremendously. Then, of course, with the coronavirus, you have less people actually out and about. Mortgage applications are down. It is a big issue for much more than the factories. It's anybody in America that has a business, and the real estate world is no different. It's being impacted as well. The good news is that home values, at least in northern Nevada, they're still going up. Well, yeah, of course they're still going. I mean, there's so much that hasn't changed. I mean, that, I think that's what I am focused on is, yeah, there are certain things that have changed. Yes, we must wear a mask when we go into Costco. But there's so much that hasn't changed. And in talking to my clients around the country, so many of us are still working. We're still doing what we do. And we're looking forward to, you know, maybe different ways that we can do business. I was listening to the news this morning, and they were saying that 25% of the workforce that's working from home hopes that after this pandemic is over, they still get to work from home. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Right? So when you yeah. think of the gig economy and you think mm -hmm. of your business and how can you reduce costs and preserve cash flow and prepare for the next whatever it's going to be, because it is going to be something next, right, mm -hmm. that you start to think smarter mm -hmm. and ways that you can adapt, adopt, uh, shift, pivot mm -hmm. so that you stay in business, right? I think, I think if we all try to look for the positives – of our current situation, positives in the sense that we are now more focused on the things that maybe are more important in life. I have noticed a lot of efficiency in my world. I talked about this a few weeks ago. I'm not using nearly as many paper towels, right? So I'm saving a few cents every week, every month on paper towels. But what's funny is that as I think about being more frugal with paper towels, 
my whole brain is working on that frugality thing, you know. I'm saving on this. I'm not doing as much as that. And it's just amazing that I'm seeing a little bit, you know, a few more dollars at the end of the month left in my checking account, Sherry. I think people can actually save money when they analyze the inconsistencies that we're having to go through right now of this corona pandemic. Maybe there's a lot of things that we could continue to save money on after this is all over because we put some of those same applications into play. Well, absolutely. I mean, when you start to think about, look at every, in business, every vendor, every supplier, is there any room to negotiate, Mm -hmm. right? Are there ways that you can stop doing something because it's not as productive? I mean, I've had those conversations with a lot of folks too. They're starting to evaluate their revenue streams to go, well, spending a lot of time and energy on this one, not really producing, need to shift focus over here. And so I know that, you know, early on, people like, shelve all your plans for 2020, and I don't agree. Obviously, if I am a restaurant or I am someone who is drastically affected by this, yeah, plans have changed, and you've got to think about different ways that you're going to be able to survive through this process. For a lot of businesses, especially the service sector, you know, we, we have to think about the fact that, you know, we may not have as many clients this year or lose clients this year. And so what else could we be doing, another revenue model, another stream of income that we can bring forth to supplant what we potentially could lose? Yeah, a lot of people are looking for options, Sherry. And as we talked about recently, uh, many times those second streams of income, they just happen on their own. It's like the restaurant business nowadays in northern Nevada and across the country. Takeout business is starting to take off everywhere. I understand that movie theaters are way off. and People can't even get into most of them. And when they open up again, people might be hesitant to go. But I'm reading that drive-in movie theaters are going to be a big boom this year. See, it's just kind of funny when some things go one way, then other opportunities open up. My mother used to say, when one door closes. I really want to speak a lot to folks that are sitting here dependent on their W-2 income and their unemployment check to absolutely take advantage of reskilling, upskilling, and thinking about how through the next crises that they can survive whether owning their own business or working in the, the jobs of this decade so that they're not always at the mercy of somebody else. Oh, you know it, Sherry. I've heard you talking with your clients. I've been at some of your presentations and meetings with your clients and prospects. It's amazing just how much you can help anybody who is in business or wants to start a business. Your years of experience and the connections that you have I know you'd be a great help for anybody, and I encourage people to call you Sherry Hill at Sage International. Thank you for inviting me to be on your show today. Well, thank you, Peter. Always good. Uh, Glad we could catch up. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show. 
Sage International Incorporated helps you start your business and provides the ongoing support, information, and education to make sure you stay in business. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill, the Wealth Protection Diva, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515. Or visit sageintl.com. All Hours Air makes it their priority to assure your home or office provides warmth in the fall and winter months and cooling in spring and summer. All Hours Air repairs and services air conditioning, furnaces, and water heaters. All makes and models. All Hours Air is the highest rated heating and air repair in the Reno Sparks area with 24-hour emergency service day or night. When you're in need of an affordable and honest contractor for your home or business, choose All Hours Air for the best results every time. With evolving brands and materials, All Hours Air offers customers an excellent selection of products to make your home home or work environment comfortable all hours air at 395 freeport boulevard suite 12 or call 376-9890 that's 376-9890 all hours air license number 77009 everyone is excited about real estate in northern nevada and you will be too after you listen to nevada real estate radio hear what the experts have to say about finding a home getting a mortgage investment property and which neighborhood is right for you maybe you purchased your first property recently now you have more questions than ever get the answers to your questions plus tips on how to make your next real estate transaction better tune in to nevada real estate radio thursday 3 p.m right here on 1180 a.m radio nevada real estate radio